Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Ransom Notes. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Kathy Ransom is our host each and every week. She's the author of the book, Ransom Notes. She's the, uh, she's the subject of an extended radio series prior to becoming our own host of podcast and radio show host. Uh, she's got a, uh, a, a television station now. You could uh, a, a television channel, we should say. Station sounds like like that's a building, right? A, a, you know, station is like a whole bunch of crew people working. It's a television uh, a channel, and we'll talk to you more about that as it it's a work in progress. Um, She's absolutely terrific, and she has weekly thoughts. Ransom Notes are, are all of them, and the show is called Ransom Notes. Kathy Ransom, how are you? I am a full of a smile today, Frank. It's a gorgeous day. Last night we had a terrific uh, storm, but uh, it's a smiley day today, and uh, that's what we're going to sort of talk a bit about, about smile. When you see someone smiling, what do you think? Well, uh, you know, it, it's it's certainly a friendly gesture, right? There's nothing, you know, and, unless it's a menacing smile, but we're not talking about that kind of smile. Um, we are uh, looking at someone, and when they smile, I think it's hard to not smile back unless you're really a grumpy gus, you know, or whatever. Uh, but I, when they smile, when somebody smiles, I'm thinking that's a happy person or that's a uh, maybe a kind person uh, or that person likes me or, or something along those lines. But uh, smiles are contagious. And when I see somebody smile, I, I think my first tendency is to smile back. And that certainly seems to be true in my own life. And I seem to find it quite easy to smile. And I know others don't. But I was reading a little piece of research or study, I guess, uh, someone was talking about that they had attended a, a professional conference in which a psychologist was speaking. And as he gave, as he got up, he made the strangest request of to the over several hundred people, professionals that were in the audience. And his first words, or roughly first words, were, would you now please smile? And I'm sure that it went through everybody's head. Why in the world is he saying this? But then he continued to say, he could. He commented, the, the person that was reporting it said he could almost feel a change in the atmosphere in the audience as this comment was made even though many of them were sort of skeptics because sometimes psychologists and that group of people can be sort of skeptical. And now maybe we've been skeptical in our life also. He, the speaker went on to say that there are dozens of studies that confirm that smiling can't cure sickness or a broken heart. But, and this is the part that I want us to just think about today. So if you're grumpy goose out there or you don't know how to smile, listen carefully to this. But if if you're sick, you're worried, you have a broken heart, the very act of moving your mouth muscles into an upward curve 
apparently tricks your brain into reading that you're happy or that you, it, it apparently ignites a chemical change that makes you feel like you're happy. Just the mere act of smiling. You don't have to feel like smiling, but once you put on that happy face, it seems to me, they said, that it will follow, you will feel happy. So I thought, I think I'm going to try and see if I can make that sort of work. I know it can't cure anything. I know when I was in the hospital with heart surgery, I often tried to smile, and I don't think I realized why. Because when a worker would come in and they would perform a particularly helpful service because I was helpless, I would smile and say thank you. And I noticed that they looked tired when they came in, but it was amazing. If you smiled, they sort of responded in a positive kind of way. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, uh, no question about it. And it's uh, it's magical. A smile is is magical, and and for that reason, where it seems like it's magical, but the Lord, uh, it, you know, set up our brain to to recognize a smile as a uh, as a jump start to uh, to to just rejuvenate your body. I mean, that's really wonderful. Well, <clears throat> so I did a little uh, googling. And because I don't know all the scriptures in the Bible and pull them up like a, you know, an encyclopedia. But in Proverbs, there are several Proverbs that really uh, talk about this smiling bit. And one of them is in Proverbs 15, in case somebody's listening and wants to look it up and confirm what I'm saying. In Proverbs 15, the value of a happy heart. The psalmist says, a happy heart makes the face cheerful. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So I guess the reverse happens. If I have a, a cheerful face, that makes my heart happy. But a hard ache crushes your spirit. If my spirit is broken and crushed, e.g., I'm in the hospital, I'm very ill, I'm afraid of things, and my spirit is going to be crushed. I'm not going to get as well as quickly as I might. I'm not going to portray to my family that I'm coming along. I'm doing okay. But if I put on a happy face, I'm not really deceiving myself. Apparently, I really am telling myself <clears throat> that I'm not as, <clears throat> pardon me, not as bad as family might think. So that Cheerful heart, Proverbs goes on to say, is good medicine, but we don't want to crush our spirit. And then I read another interesting statement. They said that the most beautiful smile is the one that struggles through tears. And earlier today, I was up at the hospital. A friend of mine from church her brother was having open-heart surgery. And I knew that this individual knew that I'd had open-heart surgery, and we had chatted about it before today. 
And I thought, I think I'm going to zip up to the hospital and I'm going to sit with her for a while. And I started our conversation about this piece of research about smiling. And I said, one of the things I think you can do for your brother once he's out of surgery is try to encourage him. It might not be today. It, you know, it might be two days before you can, you never know how alert someone's going to be after open heart surgery. Encourage him to smile because that may be exactly one of the ways to help change the spirit, the attitude, so that your muscles curve up in your mouth, the chemical change happens, and you start to feel better. And then I was reading in Job, the ninth chapter, the 27th verse, and Job gets really supports this whole thing. If I say I will forget my complaint, which might be my health, or it might be umpteen other things, but since I'm using the hospital analogy today, if I say I will forget my complaint, I will change my expression and smile. And that's what Solomon said we needed to do. Do you ever get grumpy because your contacts for your interviews aren't doing what you wanted, or they're not on time, or your equipment breaks down? Do you ever get sort of grumpy? Yeah, I, I I do. Unfortunately, I try not to to show it, but I I, I got to admit I do. And I think we all do. I mean, you're not the Lone Ranger. You're not the Lone <laughs> Ranger. But just think, you always carry that prescription on your body. You don't have to go find an Anison. You don't have to go read a joke book. You can start to change that. Mental brain wave change in a slight way simply by saying, okay, Frank, you talking to yourself, put on that smile, have a happy face. The world could be worse. I at least am still living. I may be a little late for my interview, but I still have one. I have a great life. I have a wife that, you know, and you begin to just subconsciously Forget about the complaint that everything broke down, and now it's time to move on. So I'm encouraging my audience to think about smiling. You will be rendering a good service for the Lord, according to Ephesians 6-7, when you smile. Because then that helps you do more positive things in his name. So. S-M-I-L-E, today, Frank, Wow. And dear, and dear audience, keep smiling. Yeah, I will, and that's wonderful advice. Uh, any final thought? Well, I just happen to have one. <laughs> Laugh every day. It's like inner jogging. Wow. Now, you, you laugh right now. And <laughs> How about that? And what happened on inside? What did you feel inside? I feel good. Wasn't, wasn't it sort of wiggling inside? 
it's sort of inner jogging. And that way you don't have to get your shoes on. You can just, you can do your jogging. You could do, well, I haven't even thought about this. You could be sitting watching television. Your wife says, you better get some exercise. And you say, okay. And so you start laughing a little. <laughs> That's very good. It's a lot, it, it's a lot easier on the knees too. Yes. Kathy have Ransom. A good day. Wonderful. Thank you. And thank you everyone for listening uh, Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Ransom Notes. You've been listening to Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. Talk radio.